We've got geek outs. We witness the end of an era. I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer, please. And the dawn of a new one. Today, on Pop Culture Over Pizza. Woohoo! Welcome to a very, very special episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. We just saw Shazam, people, and we are going to review it for you coming up next. But first, let me introduce the full crew is here today. Everyone that has ever recorded with us is here. We all saw Shazam. We're all going to give you our impressions on it. So why don't we introduce ourselves? As always, I'm Jose. Elias. Dilly Dilly. Say my name and my powers will flow through you. This is Walt. <laughs> Metatron here. Greetings. Balrog ASAP. Happy National Puppy Day. Yeah. Speaking puppies. of puppies, Wolfie. Half <laughs> <laughs> All right. The whole crew is here, and we're going to start off as usual. We're going to get right into the key counts. Getting right into it. Half why don't you tell us what you've been geeking out about over the week? Okay. Well... Bang, 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 pull my devil trigger, Devil May Cry 5 uh, came out just a couple weeks ago, I think. I haven't had the opportunity to play it myself, but uh, I hopped on and saw what the whole news was with Devil May Cry 4. I, I just reintroduced myself to the series, and I also uh, rewatched the entirety of the first season of One Punch Man because uh, in a couple of, couple of days, right? Uh, mm -hmm. One Punch Man Season 2 will be airing, oh, and I'll finally get the chance to see what's up with that. Nice. nice. Yeah, those are some pretty good geek outs. I think One Punch Man comes out, let's say, what's the release date? Does anybody know when One Punch Man Season 2 well, is coming out? Specifically? Uh, huh. It's, You'll be hearing this for a while. Huh. Surprisingly difficult to find. We just saw this a little while ago. Oh, here we go. One Punch Man season two finally has a trailer and a release date. Come on, article. This is from Polygon and the release date. Debut something time in April 2019, and they don't have a specific one that. Oh well, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's coming out very soon. We're all looking forward to it. Actually. I actually kind of got spoilers on it because I stop it. Yeah, but for those for those that are interested, the story that it should be following is taking place somewhere in the manga, following Garo, the new antagonist. Uh, one of the more interesting arcs, from what I hear, and something that I'm personally looking forward to. Nice, nice. Let's see. Who else has some geeky stuff working out for the week? I see a hand no, raised. No, I, I just will say this. Yes. April second. April second. Oh, okay. Whoa. So a week and one day. Yeah. yeah. Very, very soon. April second, we'll be seeing One Punch Man season two. One Punch. Wolfie, what about you? What have you been geeking out about? Uh, I've uh, I've been geeking out on like the uh, whole uh, Avengers Endgame, and the way that I'm mm. geeking out on the Endgame uh -huh. is on their starting game. So I've been, uh, I've kind of set on a mission to, uh, in preparation for Endgame to obviously watch every single movie in cinematic order from Iron Man 1 to the, uh, to Avengers Endgame. Uh, and currently I've seen Iron Man 1, 2, uh, Incredible Hulk and the, uh, first Thor, which, um, 
uh, as far as kind of like a mini retrospective, I think Iron Man holds up really well. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 cool to see, um, kind of like a few things here and there. Like obviously, one thing that I that that was kind of of note <clears throat> is that Tony Stark gives his first dig at Ca- Captain America mm. in Iron Man Two. And I don't know if anybody ever realizes this. And it's kind of like a little bit of foreshadowing between their relationship when Captain America gets, you know, eventually mm-hmm. uh, brought into the universe. But when he creates his own, like, uh, Hadron Collider, you know, it's not perfectly level. And the way that he levels it is when um, the shield, the prototype shield, gets uh, introduced. Oh, okay. And he goes like, oh, this is perfect. And he reduces this, like, magnificent prototype of Captain America to just kind of a weight that's holding up the Hadron Collider. You know, basically reduces it to nothing to to his little plaything. Okay. So uh, I think that was the first official dig of Captain America. More metaphorical. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, you get under there and leave me alone. Well, you, you know, you could look at it the other way that he is the, the stability and the base that holds everything together. Right, no, that's not Tony Stark's <laughs> way. That's that's not that's not Tony Stark style. Just saying, so. um, a different perspective, you, you know. But I'm looking forward to, to to finishing every single movie. One thing, the first Thor does not hold up. No. It does not hold I, up. I don't well. like it very much when it first came out. To be honest I with didn't you. like it that much when it first came out. But like going back on it, I just think uh, the, the, the cinematography is kind of really campy. The costume design isn't that great. <laughs> like there's just a lot about it that I didn't, yeah. didn't really enjoy. I did enjoy Anthony Hopkins. I think he's... He's uh, obviously he's you know stellar actor so but yeah geeking out about that and I'm gonna be geeking out over that uh, from here to April fourteenth so well it, it, it's in a sense essence you're restarting the Marvel universe I was yeah. gonna mention this actually um and I don't know if anybody else would be interested in this also, <clears> but there is actually something I don't I don't remember where I saw it but I have a website I can show it to you there's there's an event where you can get paid. To oh, watch yes. all of the Marvel movies, I saw that in order in a row. I don't know if you. I make sure I don't, they don't specify whether you can sleep or not, but you can watch all the Marvel movies in a row, and I think wow. you get paid like like thousand dollars, thousand bucks. Sign me up. I'll send you the information. I, I would do think, that. I don't think that they they have to select you. Yeah, they have to select. Yeah, to select it's not one of these things where you just go like, watch it and then uh, we're not try it, right? It's know? probably one of those things. Do it. Two hundred word like why you should select. I don't really know what they say there, but. If anybody wants to do it, it might be interesting. I would do it. I mean, I probably didn't end up doing it too. I just well, didn't have time to write too much words. Let's put it this way: if we were to watch all twenty-two movies straight, it would take us nine days. If we didn't eat, didn't sleep, didn't go to the bathroom, nine days, nine no. days to watch every that many hours. Day. No, that's yeah. not possible. Twenty-two, twenty-two. should only be about fifty hours. Wait. Yeah, that should only be somewhere in the fifty-hour range. It's I don't know. It has so to be if you. So sleep. maybe, maybe it has to be. That has to be. Okay, so maybe that's what it is. But there. Okay. Maybe you know that's somebody. I'm gonna have to look that up because maybe I quoted that incorrectly. All right. So, While you're looking that up, let's move on and see what our good buddy ASAP. You've been geeking out about anything at all over yeah. the last week or so? Why don't you tell us about it, buddy? All right. So the the what do you call this? The Mortal Kombat Eleven trailers yeah. just came out. Oh, uh, two reveal trailers. One for one of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters that was introduced in MKX, Kowatl Khan or Kotal Khan, that is, as well as legendary old school classic Mortal Kombat character Noob Cybot. 
All right, oh, so yeah, Noob, Noob Sidebot is back, and he looks freaking badass. He is decked out in all black. He he uses a sickle as one of his primary weapons, That's and sick. he has like the shadow, like his shadow companion uh, esque, um, whatever, so to speak, helps him do fatalities on his opponents. Freaking That's awesome. Great. That's it. In regards to Kotal Khan, Kotal Khan had his own reveal trailer, yet he died in his reveal trailer. He was fighting Jackie Briggs and she whooped his ass. And although it was a pretty awesome reveal trailer, I just wish I, you know, I saw Kotal Khan winning in his reveal trailer. <laughs> it was revealed though that Kotal Khan actually has like a wolf certain beast form, and it was pretty cool to see that. So there's some cool reveals in that Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. I haven't had a chance oh, yeah. to look at it. Yet, Me neither. I want to see it. Yes, I have. Kotal Khan's fatalities are awesome. Well, a lot of fatalities are awesome. It's Mortal Kombat, man. Yeah, Especially um, ones. Noob Saibot, yeah. yeah. Some of the new ones look really cool. We, we still have to reference that one where, who is it that runs like the Flash and then like slices the dude in half? That's Cabal. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a sick freaking fight. <laughs> fatality. Yeah, Dude, this is this Mortal cool. Kombat has me really excited. So yeah, Mortal Kombat always has everyone excited. Yeah. Yeah, no, but definitely I'm looking forward to Mortal Kombat 11. I'm actually looking forward to it, so uh, we can watch um, Esther and Ho and the other Jose fight each other in that game as well. Nobody really knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yes. Two people yeah. in their 70s play Mortal Kombat. And it will oh, f yes. you up, people. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, you wanted to comment about... Uh... Yeah, I guess I'm smoking crack today. It's not nine <laughs> days. It's actually 40 hours worth of MCU stuff. Maybe... I don't know. So that must be very potent crack. All right. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I'm down. We do have support. You can't be down. You're not old enough to smoke cigarettes or drink or do any of that stuff up. yet. You're not old enough to vote yet. You can't have any... Fast forwarding. Yes. I think we have to. This is like we have to delete the segment. It's probably You're child down with drugs. <laughs> Jesus. Moving on. Before we get too much trouble. Yeah, let's let's keep going. Meta, please tell us what you've been geeking out about over the past. Okay. Week. Just a quick sideline. They also announced Shang Sun as a downloadable character. Oh yeah. He's our one. Yes. Yes. My geek Woo. out is I'm still going through Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's the only thing I've had time for. I'm currently All right, welcome to the club. To, <laughs> I'm currently up to the Android saga, um, where we're starting to see 16, 17, and 18 basically hand all the Z fighters' asses to them. <laughs> so that's been interesting to see. Temporary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can only imagine, because Dragon Ball Super... Well, there you go. Spoilers. Yeah, that's basically all I've been doing. What about you all? That's not a spoiler. It's been out for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers for me. <laughs> so, so for me, it's been a little bit difficult to do my geek outs because I've been pulling 14-hour work days this week. And so it's it's kind of sucked. But I did get a chance to consume a couple of episodes of Netflix's new anthology series, um, Love, Death, and Robots. Couple more. You had you had started it, I think. Uh, I started. I, I got ago, right? maybe like two or three more episodes into it, and stuff. And um, so it's it's a total of seventeen, right? Total oh, okay. of seventeen uh, episodes, and they all vary in, in different you know um, lengths. Some of them are as quick as ten minutes. Some mm -hmm. of, some of them can run as as long as twenty minutes. So they they were really easy for me this week to watch a couple okay. more episodes. So so far um, for me the. The best one was the first one, and the quality has kind of dipped 
you know, and it goes up and down. Some of them are really good. Some of them are not so good. Um, definitely not a is a very adult oriented. There's sex. There's violence. Um, there's language. So it's not something that you know kids could watch, even though they are cartoons. And I say that very, very you know lightly Oops. because cartoons aren't just for kids, you know. <laughs> so. Um, but it's got a very good sci-fi bent. So if you're, if you're interested in sci-fi, that's probably something I, I would recommend. Just know that some episodes are better than others, right? Um, so the other geek out that I have um, was a geek out that I found about earlier today. And, you know, while we were at the dojo, two of our teammates, they are actually in the music biz, right? Really? Um, one of them, the band is called The Cool and Deadly, and the other one is Like So. And they are two very disparate type of music, um, Cool and Deadly. Leans a little bit more toward reggae, cumbia. There's some metal bits in there, some rock and stuff like that. And Like So is very jazzy, very cool, very mellow. It's the type of music that you would see, like, if you went down to the village in New York in New York City and mm-hmm. you just found, like, this place that doesn't have a name in front of it and you're just, like, like speakeasy, chilling. It's like a speakeasy. Exactly. Yeah. Jazz, speakeasy jazz club or something. Exactly. You go over there, you're just having... Uh, you know, a drink and just cooling out to some cool jazz music. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend both those groups because, they, like I said, they are both very different, but they have some really good stuff out there. So that's my recommendation. That's what I've been geeking out. Where, it, where can you? Do you have any idea where you, you can find that? You can find them. You can find them on SoundCloud? Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, they are on Spotify. And are there any other any other major music uh, services? Um, services? I'm like? not sure, but I'm pretty sure they're probably on iTunes. Yeah, they're on iTunes as well. Yeah, yeah. so you know. name drop them again because you guys got to check them out. What are the names cool again? and deadly mm-hmm. and like so. Check them out, guys. And that and actually, like so, kind of reminds me of something you would uh, hear in uh, Luke Cage. Like so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's lead right into it then. Why don't you tell us what you're geeking out about? Okay, so I haven't had much to do because um, I've been usually doing my homework, mm-hmm. busy with uh, school stuff. Okay. Good kid. But. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. <laughs> today, mm-hmm. I've gotten a chance to play Undertale Pacifist. Mm-hmm. And so far, I'm not very far, so I don't have much to say, but mm, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of what, what's the game about? What kind of game is it? I don't know much about it. So. Uh, Undertale. I think I mentioned this the last geek out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very difficult game. It has its uh funny parts, its sad parts. Hey, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's like um, a kind of an RPG style game, right? A little bit of RPG. Some RPG elements. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's very like um something you would see in arcades. It's okay. uh, it's an indie yeah. title, so it's got yeah, it, it's um, fantastic soundtrack, fantastic. Yeah. So if Agreed. you get the chance to go there, people have remade it in orchestral and in rock. Mm-hmm. It's gotten quite a huge following. That sounds pretty yeah. cool. Where do you yeah. get it? Uh, it's available on Steam. I'm yeah. not yeah. sure. Also, yeah, if it's available on Steam, you can get it. It's not an Epic exclusive. Nintendo uh, Switch. And it is also available on the Nintendo Switch, which was quite a big surprise. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It just released it maybe a couple of months ago. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Really cool. I'm going to check it out. I've been looking for a new Nintendo Switch game to, to, to check out. So yeah, that's a great game, but it's very difficult. That's always fun. It's though. definitely got its moments. Because a lot yeah. of newer games are like, you just have a save point, so things aren't like, they're difficult. Obviously, you haven't played Mega Man. 
Yeah. <laughs> Rock band. There's some old games that would like drive you up a wall to try to beat them. It's also um, on PlayStation 4, by the way. That is surprising. Did they get released there as well? It's wow. on PlayStation 4. It's on Microsoft Windows. Yeah. Linux. Linux is still around? Oh, people love it. People love it. Linux will never die, honestly, because Linux like, is like the developer. Red Hat. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Underground guys yeah. operating system. It's on Mac. It's, it's really customizable. The people, or the people who want to customize it. It's on it. Mac. It's on Mac. It's on PlayStation 4. Four is yeah. on PlayStation Vita. PlayStation Four, that'd be a cool system. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> Nintendo Switch. So those are those nice are platforms pad. that it's available on. Yeah, I have none of those except for Mac and Nintendo Switch. It's totally yeah. random. I don't want to get too uh, too off the topic, but that reminds me of this game from a few years ago. Um, I don't know why, because it's an indie game. Maybe it's called Braid. Oh my god, Braid is so good. Oh, that game got awards. But like you can, like you can't die because you can control time. So when you die, you just rewind whatever it is you did last. And there's like time puzzles in the game because certain things aren't affected by time. But I think another thing that reminded me is you said the soundtrack in this game. Oh, the soundtrack really cool. is fantastic. The soundtrack yes. for Braid is also very, very fantastic. Um, Not a good Ray, indie title. Braid was very well received. Braid was incredibly well yes, received, and it it's was. also a relatively short game. But if you want to unlock all the, the story elements and find all the stars, it's a lot more involved. It's Nine out of ten on Steam. Yeah, check it out. All right, but like moving on from Brave, moving on from some awesome indie titles that we've been discussing, like Undertale. Um, my geek out for the week is actually I'm um, digging in the crates. To be perfectly honest, uh, I jumped on the Marvel Unlimited, and I've been looking through all of the uh, old comic events. I, I recently uh, reread Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, I'm going through the the Secret Wars, or excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm going through the Infinity event that happened just a few years ago, the, the newer Infinity event. I'm going to go through Secret Wars and all that good stuff. So, like, basically, um, you know, Wolfie's been doing his catching up in the MCU by watching the movies. I've been, like, uh, unlocking some theories, I guess, and stuff like that by reading through the comics because, you know, all these movies tend to be have a little basis in the comics, at least. So I'm doing my own, you know, theory formulating and all that good stuff and just reviewing all the comics that I haven't read in many years. So, basically, I'm just geeking out on old Marvel comic books. It's been a long time since I've read a comic book. I've followed it a lot. Um, you know, I follow the storylines over the years, but it's good to get back and start reading some of the older stuff that I haven't seen in a long time. So it's been pretty cool to geek out on that over the last uh, couple of weeks. If I might interject here, guys, I need a moment of silence. As you know, <laughs> I am an angel hailing from the supernatural universe. And sadly, my universe is coming to an end. <sighs> the apocalypse finally happened, right? Um, for the fifth time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically, but um, it's just been confirmed. What, like, either yesterday or two days ago? I think it was about two days ago. Yeah, we confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, we confirmed it on our Instagram and Twitter. Two uh, days ago. Moment of was, silence. Yeah. Do we have to do that? Right, okay. uh, yeah. Just let me. All right. Three seconds. Three seconds. Or do you want to get through this? Yeah. Let me just. Right, you just let us know. Because he um, may not make it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a tough one for him. Okay. So I'm sorry, I'm not, I messed this one up. Basically, <laughs> season fifteen, I mean season fifteen is going to be the last season of this long running show. Now for a moment of silence. Okay, you're good. All right. <laughs> I will say this though, um, something that you should be happy about. I would say, if anything, is that it's going out on a pretty high note, right? 
That's yeah. a pretty solid thing yeah. to, to look forward yeah. to. Because a lot of shows, man, they end up getting turned into a train wreck near the end. And plus, yeah, they yeah, get a chance yeah. to end it the way they want to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's good. <laughs> I think maybe that's a good something to look forward to in a sense. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I can see, like, I definitely don't want it to go on so long that it gets, like, crappy. Yeah. Even though, I won't lie, they've been getting a little sloppy. In these uh, recent years, in my opinion, see? in my that opinion, threshold has been. And you're the, you're the opinion that counts. You're the opinion that counts, right? Because you're, you are their the fan base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if you but, think that's getting crappy, but it's not that it's, it's not that they're getting crappy, crappy. I'm still invested in it mm-hmm. because, well, I mean, I've been invested since what season one, so yeah. of course I'm going to be invested in it. But I can see that there are some episodes where. You can visibly see some sloppiness, like, oh, there's a specific piece of lore that's relevant to the situation. Uh, no, not anymore. It's just kind of chucked out the door, basically. Yeah. To avoid plot holes and stuff. Well, it ends up being a plot hole. Yeah, it's just been getting a little weird. But, like you guys said, it's probably best that they start wrapping it up now mm-hmm. because you don't want it to go on so far down the road that now it's aliens. <laughs> Oh, Don't Lord. want that. Oh, hey, there's always zombies. <laughs> well, <laughs> they already had that. Exactly. <laughs> kind of, sort of. I mean, it's good, too, for the actors. You have to, like, think about it for them. They get to branch out and do different things, hopefully. We can finally have Jensen Ackles as the Red Hood. Yo. Yeah. I would love, he did that one. He did that one voice cosplay. acting. Oh, he yeah. did the cosplay and the voice acting for Batman Under the Red Hood, and I loved it. Did so he? yes, he did. Yeah, that was a really good. Anime. And it was great. And if he could come back for that, it would be best for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just just a couple of things. Um, this fifteenth last season for them is twenty episodes, not their usual twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time that they finish with this thing, first of all, it started when CW was still the WB. <laughs> That's oh. a long time ago, right? It's gonna air. Over 320 episodes by the time it's done. So that's a impressive long time. time. That's a very yeah. impressive. That's an anime. Is that, yeah. Did they get to 300? Because I remember. Yeah, they had a 300. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember oh, that. Yeah, story. we had an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, the nostalgia in that episode. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> See, but they got really far with the show. So, again, that's something yeah. you should really be thankful for. It was so popular for so long. It brought you a lot of great storylines, a lot of great geek outs, one good podcast. Might just be a classic. Yeah, I mean, it, you gotta put it up there in like the annals of classic television, just for how long it lasted. Yeah, yeah, man. And you and me, mm-hmm. you and me have, but we're gonna finish it, <laughs> right, brother? Are you guys gonna have like a, a finale viewing party or something like that? I feel like you got it. You should. Yeah, you got it, right? Yeah. Like you need. To. You know what? I'll call it right now. You guys need to have a finale reaction. You know what okay. we gotta do? We'll yeah. take like, we'll make your a website. The finale. Yeah. We'll sick, we'll right? investigate yeah. people and we'll pay them one thousand dollars to view the entire series <laughs> with us. <laughs> that I may not be able to do. <laughs> That's even more of a little bit. They're, they're half hour episodes. Yeah, oh, like Lord. roughly forty-ish minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. So. 40 Lord. times 20. 30 times. That'd be about 240 hours. Times 240 times hours. 23 times 15 that's divided by 6. That's 213 <laughs> hours. By 24. Specifically? It's yeah. approximately 7.2. It'll take nine days. 7.2. I like how we all went to do the math real quick. I'm going to get that one wrong. I'm going to get that one wrong. This will be an epic binge. If you could film it. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so basically... That's the state of the supernatural universe. Supernatural. 
Carry on, my wayward son. We shall see you. Perfect. All right, so after our moment of silence for one of the best shows on television, possibly of all time, Supernatural, we're going to get right into the main topic. Once again, we saw Shazam, people. We saw a little bit early. We saw a preview screening. Uh, and this is our spoiler-free, toppings-free review. So, you know what? I will start off with a very general impression. I really freaking like that movie. I thought it was really good. Um, you saw in the last week or so, there were a lot of the early Twitter reactions to, to how good this movie was, and a lot of them were really positive. And some of them specifically said things like, oh, it's, some of them said it was the best DC movie of all time. I'm not going to go that far. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna go that far. Now, did they say DC in general, or are we talking DC? Some said DC in general. Some said oh DC. no, 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 Some, I would say that saying it's the best DC EU movie. Although I'm still on the fence about like really overtly declaring that, I say it stands a chance. I think it's at least one of the best DC EU movies we've seen. It's in the top three. Yeah, and the top three yeah. all came out like the last three basically: yeah. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, <laughs> and Shazam. Yeah. And then everything before that was pretty much a train wreck or average at best. Like, well, Man of Steel was pretty good. That was probably the last one that was like. I thought Man of Steel was good. I thought Man of Steel was good. Man of Steel was good. We all have different opinions, but like, I think everybody kind of liked Man of Steel, right? Everybody thought Man of Steel was pretty good. Yeah, I liked Man of Steel. So, if if anything, consensus opinion. I don't know if everybody liked the movie or not, but like, it seems more so from early reactions after the movie that everybody did enjoy it. So, like, for me. Some of the things that I liked about it, one, one of the things that really, really stood out to me was that this movie, it sounds like a cliche and almost like like simple thing to say, but it had a lot of heart. I thought the fact that they they pulled in that that the orphan storyline was was really well done. I mean, that was already, you know, kind of stuff that you saw in the trailers. Basically, that's basically his backstory. And I thought the way that they handled that movie was really, really good. I would go so far as to say, again, if you want to compare it to old DC movies, Batman's a different animal. Batman's not about heart. You know, it's about grit. It's about being like... The guy who, who goes up against all odds and he's like a total badass. You're that's describing what it takes right? to have heart. <laughs> right? You know, there's a different, it's, but yes, yes, you're right. It's a different right. kind of heart, I guess. It's not the fighter's heart. It's more like the emotional, you yes, know, like yes. sensitive heart, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, and this movie had a little bit of that, too, because there were some pretty cool fight scenes. I thought the fight scenes yeah. were solid. Not not great, not amazing, but definitely really good. And they they you know had the moments of humor that worked really well in the fight scenes also that mm-hmm. made them enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to the winding point that I'm trying to make here, I think this movie for DC movies had the most heart since freaking Christopher Reeve Superman movies. I honestly believe that. And that's why I really enjoyed this movie a lot. There were definitely some moments where like, you know, you got a little bit emotional where you really felt for the characters. Um, the, the main character was great. I, I was definitely apprehensive about Zachary Levi playing Shazam when it was first introduced and the way the costume looked. Those to me that all got put to rest. He did a fantastic job. I think he is Shazam. I think like going forward, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in, in other movies, maybe teaming up with the other DC superheroes. If any of that ever comes to fruition again in the future, um, you know that's ne- something that might not necessarily happen. But you know, again, he was he played a great role. All the supporting characters played a great role. Young Billy Batson was good. Freddie Freeman was good. The villain was good, even though he was kind of a prototypical, like, cackling, I want to take over the world villain. I like the actor, Mark Strong. He's been in a lot of good movies. And he played it pretty well for being the cackling villain, I thought. So the villain was really good. The movie was paced pretty well. The special effects, for the most part, I didn't see anything that was glaringly bad 
in the movie too. Maybe there were a couple of instances that were a little rough. For the most part, they, you know, it looked pretty good to me. I know they apparently they used some CGI on the suit and stuff like that is what I heard. It wasn't, it wasn't a um, huge budget for the movie either. Right, right. So for, for the amount of money that they had to pull this off and to make something that had a really good balance of humor, had more heart than most of the DC movies. Indeed, like that's a lot of what makes the Marvel Universe, the MCU work to me. It's like all of their movies pretty much have kind of an emotional core. That stands up. Not all of them, but but like the best characters in the MCU, and most of them certainly have like that really really stand out uh, sort of emotional linchpin that you hang on to. And it's all about character in the MCU movies, and this movie really had some good character to it. All the characters were good. So if I were to rate it, I don't know, out of five stars, I would I would give it I would give it four stars. I think it was a solid movie. Four out of five stars. What else do you guys think? Some other impressions on it. After yeah. after seeing this movie, one of the first things I think of is that I want to see it again. And I yeah. cannot say that about any other DC Expanded Universe film. The DCEU mm-hmm. has never impressed me. Granted, take this with a grain of salt because I unfortunately haven't seen the completion, the entirety of Wonder Woman. And I actually haven't gotten mm-hmm. the opportunity to see Aquaman. And I heard those are both fantastic. Mm-hmm. But out of everything I've seen so far including the train wreck that you call the Justice League. Yeah. This movie has such personality. Yeah. This movie has such character. I loved every second of seeing the characters on the screen because they felt alive, they felt real, they felt fun. And it is a shame to see that you have these great moments there with great characters, and then you see the villain. And I have to disagree with... Jose here because to, in my eyes the villain was a waste of time. It's cliche and it's cackling, and I question whether or not the they were aiming for that. If they were trying to go for the cliche cackling villain in order to try and make a joke out of it, that's kind of what the whole thing about Shazam is. It's a self-aware film, and it's so perfect for that. So I'm confused why so much is devoted to a villain that really isn't all that. Um. But it's great. Go see it when it comes out because out of everything in the DCEU, it is probably the best we've ever gotten. Out of 10, I'd give it a solid 8. Out of 5, I think that's a 4. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. If I can do basic math. <laughs> I, can, I can understand why you would see the villain as not something that was kind of not a highlight. If anything, I think, just as a quick opinion, that Probably so far the last three movies, uh, Aquaman had the best villain, even though he's a little bit over the top. I liked uh, I liked Ocean Master. No but, giant gray bad guys. No, no, that stuff too. But like, uh, what other what other opinions do you guys have? Who who else liked the movie? I mean, my, my 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 biggest takeaway was how funny it was. You know, I thought yeah. that there was a lot of yeah. funny moments in the movie, mm-hmm. and I think that's what made it. To your point, yeah, I think that the villain wasn't maybe like the uh, the strongest point of the film, but I think that is the whole point, that it wasn't supposed to be a story of Shazam and this villain. Mm-hmm. It's a story of Shazam and his family. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's, like, the main point of the movie and the villain. The villain storyline is just, like, you know, B-roll, you could say, you know, just to kind of move the story along. And I think that's kind of, like, the point. Um, this is, after all, an origin story. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's got to be more based on, you know, Shazam's origins and <clears throat> and his motivations. So I think that, you know, in that sense, it was, it, it did the job. And, uh, but yeah, I thought it was really funny. Um, so if I got to rate it, 
I would, you know, give it also four out of five stars. Yeah. So I'm pretty much going to reiterate what you guys said. So like what Jose said, it was cliche, like in speci- like specifically in the sense that, you know, like you have all these, uh, these uh, clingy superheroes and, you know, they had the capes and everything and they're acting all cheesy and whatnot. It was funny. And, you know, like, um, like what Wolfie over here said, it was hilarious. You know, it was one of those movies that would give you big laughs and, you know, you, you can't really take seriously, but you still do regardless because of the story. And like what half over here said, it is a movie that has high replayability. You could yeah. watch it all over again and whatnot. And I actually plan to go see it again. I don't know when, but I will see it again. Maybe when it officially comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so. The second is that that it's supposed to come out officially? Have you seen uh, the new state on that one? I will find out for you now. The we saw it, what, today is the 22nd? Today is Saturday, <laughs> March 23rd. <laughs> the 23rd. We'll be releasing this podcast just so you can hear it. April 5th. April 5th. April 5th. I want to interject real quick because I want to make sure that our listeners don't take cliche as a bad thing. Because I, I think that we can all agree that it's a good cliche. It's, it's, not, it's, not a bad it's cliche, cliche, but it's cliche in a, in a good thing. Right? Yeah, the certain, film certain... is self-aware, and yeah. that's what yeah. makes it so good and strong. It, it uses that to its strengths. And I, and I have some thoughts about the cliched villain, but I'm going to let um, Metatron take it away for now. Yeah, so I'm kind of in Hafa's corner where the villain wasn't very well fleshed out in my opinion because see here's the thing i'm not gonna spoil it but you have the villain but then you have an overarching villain or what's supposed to be an overarching villain (laughs) but it doesn't pan out and it's easily one of the most interesting parts about the villain yes i'd have to agree and then based on the the comic book origins right yeah and just the concept they were playing with overall in the movement Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. no i mean Comparing the comic book origin to the movie origin is what you mean. The character is a little different in the comic book. No, but no. Yeah, what he's talking about is the character itself and mm-hmm. the thing that makes him the villain. Yes, right? exactly. Motivations. Okay. No, not even that. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Okay. We're not going to get into that now. But once we do our spoiler review, all things will be known. Which we shall. Yeah. Soon. What it sounds like you're trying to get at is that the villain could have been much more interesting yes and like it was supposed to be in the comics yeah but not even just the comics just the idea they were working with had so much potential given like its mythological background even but basically they amounted to or, or this this force that i'm describing they're just grunts and they're not supposed. They're not really supposed to be. Not really. This should be more all powerful in a sense. No, not more all powerful. <laughs> not more all powerful. But I think they should have had a greater presence than they were attributed. But I can kind of see where that shouldn't have happened because, like Wolfie said, it's more of an origin story than it is about the actual. Villain. Yeah, the focus yeah. is more yeah. on, on that. You know what I mean? I think that if they had like a really big, you know. Uh, kind of fleshing out of the villain, it would have just made what the actual point of the movie was, which is heart. It would have made that kind of like be suppressed by the, uh, the 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 battle between Shazam and the villain. You know what I mean? And less about the actual story of 
heart and family. You could say you know? maybe so, though that, that they were trying to contrast it, and they kind of failed in that. They were trying to contrast the heart of the main character with the villain. Maybe that that's a good way to put the possible shortcoming there. But I want to actually, I want to I want to get onto another point here because everybody's talking about how it's an origin story. What do you guys think? How do you think guys think this measured up in comparison to other comic book movies, as far as an origin story? Because I'll give my opinion. I thought it was one of the better, the more well done origin stories in recent memory for a comic book character. Origin story, origin movies, origin stories sometimes can get a little bloated. And I think that they did a lot of great things with the origin of Shazam in, in this movie. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this because I was about to say the same thing. I mm -hmm. think it, it is one of the best origin stories that we've gotten in recent times, mm -hmm. um, especially with the fact that we've been trying to get away from origin stories lately. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just look at the the last Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. They barely touched on it because, you know, what? at this point, most people already know the origin stories of yeah. a lot of these heroes that, exactly. that they're putting on screen. Um, so, but I enjoyed the fact that how they did it, you know, um, I thought it was a very comical movie mm -hmm. and, and the comedy lent itself because of his origin, right? And the struggles that he had to become who he needed to be. So now for me, um, you know, you guys are saying the cliched villain and I think it works perfectly in this, the way that they have it as an origin story, because you know what? He is trying to find his way as a superhero. For for them to put in a very fleshed out, a very powerful villain and going to what you're saying where, you know, there are elements of that villain that should have been more powerful. I think the way they did it was perfect because it wasn't an, a super powerful villain that he he had to overcome. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I thought it was good because he was able to match his level by the end of the movie. If you put him way too powerful and, you know, too, it, it wouldn't have worked because now you're you're getting, it still leaves the character with room to grow. You know, he still isn't in full, um, he doesn't have full control of his powers just yet. There's more capability for him to grow. So for that, I think the villain in this case was perfect for him because Yes, he is cliched. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's the cackling guy that wants to take over the world and wants to get all the powers and stuff like that. But yet at the same time, he has his weakness and it allows Shazam to overcome, you know, all, all the... He's brand new at this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It gives him a chance to grow to get to that point, but yet he still has room to grow in future movies. So for that for that reason, I think the villain in this case was perfect because it gave him a foil that he could reach to. The other thing that's kind of interesting, and I don't want to spoil the moment, but uh, there is maybe maybe half is right about the movie kind of being like aware of the cliche of the villain and that being the point. There was the, even a scene, yeah, right? the scene yeah. at the yeah. end, like, which I don't want to spoil, but the scene at the end, there's mm -hmm. like the exposition scene. The two, you know, the, the main character, uh, Shazam, is fighting the main villain, and there's a joke that we can talk about in the spoiler <laughs> review that kind of does give you the sense that maybe they they had an idea, like, yeah, this is going to be like your prototypical mm -hmm. cackling bad guy, mm -hmm. but we're going to play it for laughs. Yes. Right? Because there were definitely some moments, too, where they played that, like, yeah. stiff bad guy stuff. I mean, but don't forget that Shazam is a cliche superhero. Yeah. Well, they they, they play through it, right? 
the big red cheese. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, what he's called. That's his whole books. thing, right? Yeah. Like his whole thing is that like he has all the stereotypical, you know, superpowers of, of, of a hero, you know, in the DC universe. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. that's what they play off of. And I think that's why it was perfect. Yeah, and then just to close me out, I have to disagree in the CGI a little bit. I found some of the flight to be a oh, little yeah. jarring. Yeah. For me, at least, there were like there were points where Elias it was mentioned. Yeah. Also, where there was a part where one character got knocked away and had to fly away, and he said yeah. it looked a little strange. I kind of agreed with that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. that part. So, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. There were the smooth moments, but there were also those moments where I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> In comparison to like some other movies with bad CGI, though, I think they did a solid job. Especially yeah, that's not Transformers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right, Elias. So, so what's that all about? Um, I'm basically saying what you guys said. Everybody's it was, agreement. I love it. Yeah. The first time. Um, <laughs> the villain wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Could have been better. Could have been more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, although it kind of was good for the movie because it, they played him for jokes, mm-hmm. honestly, in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. And um, not just that, it was a really funny movie. Um. Like um, the end, uh, the end scene credits, which I'll talk about later, mm-hmm. and also, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and also, but something I liked most was how they included the fact that, um, like basically the lesson, like or moral, I'm, I'm not sure. So moral, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moral of the movie. It was established early, early on, really, so it's not a huge spoiler to say. Yeah. So. It's yeah. very much a movie about, and Wolfie said it also, yeah. it's very much a movie that's rooted in like the family aspect of it. And the thing that's great about it, too, is it's not necessarily just your family that's your blood, because they're all, you know, he's adopted. Yeah. It's the family that you choose, you know what I mean? Yeah. The people that you become close yeah. with yeah. through shared experiences and through that all, the, all that other good stuff. So, yeah. yes, yeah, I, I think it was a pretty, that's a pretty solid assessment as well of how good the movie was. And and just so that you guys know, when you don't, when you do go see the movie, just like Elias alluded to, there are two after credit scenes. Yes. Actually, a one is a mid credit, and, and one is a true credit scene. After credits um, scene. So, just so that you guys are aware. So it seems like the general consensus, if we were gonna Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic, this is that everybody kind of agrees it's like a four out of five stars or like eighty percent or something like that. Yeah. Which is pretty freaking solid. So seventeen out of twenty rings of power. Seventeen out of twenty rings of power is pretty much the same. Number. Seven out of eight slices. Seven out of eight Six slices. Six out of seven we're dragon balls. Getting to weird ratios here. We're ruining the <laughs> eight out of ten and the four out of five. Come on, you guys, it's a fraction. It's pizza. Eight slices. All right, all right. Seven out of eight slices works for me. Seven out of eight slices will be our final assessment of this movie. I think it was pretty solid. I think everyone agrees that the main character was pretty freaking awesome. Uh, Zachary Levi and the, the young man that played Billy Batson. Yeah. I think the family the dynamic was really cool. The special effects were solid for the most part. Um, we're all we're a little divided on the villain. We all kind of agree it wasn't the best villain. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our assessment, I guess, in general of the movie. So basically to break it down as simply as possible, go see Shazam. If you were on the fence about it, if you were worried it was going to be cheesy, it's funny. It's got good action. It is cheesy. It's got good story, but it's cheesy in the right in way. In a good way. Yeah. It's cheesy absolutely. in the right way. Exactly. It's cheesy in the like kind of fish out of water. It's like big. If it was a superhero, basically, with Tom Hanks. 
That's kind of, they even had the piano. They even had the piano. Oh, God. Exactly. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, we'd like to thank you once again for joining us on another edition of Pop Culture Over a Pizza. Uh, thanks for joining us for our spoiler free review. We'll have that up very soon. And we will have our spoiler filled, toppings filled review or extra toppings review going up very, very shortly as well. So make sure to listen to that as well. And as always, guys, for all of you denizens in the internet, I am Jose. Elias, do it for the vine. <laughs> this is Walt. <laughs> this is Metatron bidding the adieu. Balrog ASAP. The White Walkers are real. And they're coming. Wolfie not doing it for the vine. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Hafa. And I am Jose. Once again, as always, find us on the Insta at PCOP Podcast. Find us on Twitter at PCOP Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us, popcultureoverpizza at gmail.com. Look off our podcast everywhere that fine podcasts are sold. You know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, search for us anywhere. Just look for Pop Culture Over Pizza and you'll find us, guys. Drop us a line, like, share, subscribe. And as always, from all of the denizens of Pop Culture Over Pizza, stay geeky, my friend.